Welcome to the Enchanted Library, where we turn the pages of books, beautiful and old, living and magical. It's time to curl up, get cozy, and join us on an adventure. Our first story today is called Little Hanswurst, a story of the Dutch puppet show. Hanswurst is a funny little fellow. Come, I shall tell you his story. Once in old days in Holland, a merry little bird lay a merry little egg in a merry little nest in a merry little bush. By and by there came a tipping, a tapping, and a pecking from inside the merry little egg. All at once the shell went crack, and out of the egg crawled what? Out crawled little Hanswurst. No sooner did he see the light than he cut a crazy caper, stood on his head, and said, I will be merry as long as I live. Then he painted on his breast a very large red heart. People shall know, said he, that I am a brave boy, and my heart is in the right place. Down the dike ran Hans, and over the green meadows. Sometimes he stood on his head. Sometimes he turned handsprings, or bounced like a rubber ball. Out dashed a little rabbit. A brave boy was Hanswurst. Well, anyhow, he said he was. But still, when he saw that rabbit, Hans turned and ran away. So very fast did Hans run, that his legs scarcely touched the ground. The tail of his yellow jacket floated out in the wind like a pair of yellow wings, and he seemed to fly over the earth. Just then along came a man, and what should he see but this yellow thing flying over the meadows? Ha! Ah, said the man to himself, that's a nice kind of birdie. And he reached out his great long arm, caught hands by the seat of his breeches, and put him in his pocket. Then he took him on along home. A pretty little cottage it was to which the man took Hansworth, a neat little red brick cottage with pretty green and white shutters. Hans peeped from the man's pocket and saw it as they drew near. He didn't mind being taken into such a place as that. No, not at all. Why should he? He thought it would be great fun to climb on the shining brass tea kettle over the charcoal tea stove and make out all the pictures that were painted on the blue and white plates in the rack on the wall above. But alack, if Master Hansworth thought the man of the house was going to set him free to play such pranks as that, he was very much mistaken. The man took Hansworth to the window, and there above the geraniums hung a nice little wicker birdcage. The man put Hansworth inside, then bang, he closed the door. Well, how was that for Hansworths? The birds crowded around the newcomer, cheeping and chirping and fluttering. But in no time at all, Hansworth was whistling and singing, and he and the birds were fast friends. This was all very well, and Hans proved to be as merry inside the cage as out. But still, there was certainly one thing he did not like at all. He simply could not eat birdseed. It had no taste whatever. And when the birdseed box was newly filled in the cage, and the birds ate the seeds with delight, Hansworth was very miserable. One day, the woman of the house laid the table for dinner in the window below the cage. Then the man sat down at the table, and the woman brought him a sausage. 
a nice fat sausage on a plate. Mmm, but that sausage smelled good. And Hans was very hungry. Now it chanced that just as the man was about to eat the sausage, the grandfather's clock in the corner struck the hour of twelve, and the man paused with fork and air to watch the man in the moon, which was painted on the clock's face, rise from behind a church steeple and go rolling across the sky to sink behind the town hall. There lay the fat little sausage, unnoticed on the plate, smiling, as it were, at Hans, and smelling oh so good. Hans reached his little hand down through the wire of the cage and seized it. Oh, but it was good! He ate every single crumb. When the man of the house looked around, he found that his sausage had vanished. Good lack, but he was astonished. Well, the same thing happened the next day, and the next day, and the next. Always his sausage vanished, just as the clock struck twelve. Finally, on the fifth day, the man fell to wondering so much about what had happened to his sausages, that he left off watching the clock as soon as it struck two strokes, and he turned around just in time to see little Hansworth eating the last crumbs of his sausage. Whoever heard the like? A bird eating sausage, he cried, and he fell to scratching his head till a bright idea struck him. If this bird eats meat, he can't be a bird, he cried, and he stood up and looked in the cage. Sure enough, he saw that Hanswurst was not a bird at all, never had been, and never would be. So he wasted not a moment, but opened the door of the cage and shouted, Out you go! Hanswurst took such a leap as he had never taken in all his life before. Out of the window he leapt, zipping along through the air, and he never came down to earth till he sailed in the window of a toy shop some distance up the street. What a place that Hanswurst was in now! Tin soldiers all about, and dolls and hobby horses and all the animals of Noah's Ark. This is what Hanswurst liked. This was a merry crowd! He rode the hobby horses, he danced with the dolls, he marched with the soldiers, he ordered the animals in and out of Noah's Ark, he climbed the wooden trees. There was no end to his fun. But the next day there came to the toy shop a man with a little doll's theater. It was this man's business to go from fair to fair, when the country people came into town, and set up his little theater in the market square, where he made all his wooden dolls play antics for the crowd. But, said the man, looking sad, my two chief actors are very bad dolls, Mr. and Mrs. John Clausen. Day in and day out they quarrel and hit each other. It's enough to bring tears to the eyes. They're all banged up already. To bring me a little joy, I must buy some merry fellow. Pray, show me the merriest fellow you have in all your shop. Now, of course, the toy seller knew Hanswurst was the merriest fellow to be found in all the world. So he took Hans off a toy elephant on which he had been riding, and sold him to the man. Then the man took Hansworth away from all his fun at the toy shop. Perhaps you'd think that this was enough even to make Hansworth sad. John Clausen and his wife were a sorry pair to travel with, always hitting and banging each other until they broke their wooden heads. But the very first time Hansworth bounced out on the stage of that theater, and saw all the good folk waiting for him to make them laugh, he quite forgot everything else. He knew at last he had found his right place in the world. 
he skipped, he hopped, he cracked jokes until all the people held their sides for laughter. Hanswurst! Hanswurst! they shouted. And the next time these good folk heard that Hanswurst had come to town, they crowded from all ways to see him. And so it was that Hanswurst became the most famous clown in Holland. Year in and year out, he played with John Classen and his wife in the little puppet show. And to this very day, one has but to say, Hansworth, and the faces of all jolly Dutchmen will blossom like magic with smiles. Our second story today is The Turtle Who Could Not Stop Talking, an East Indian fable. Once a turtle lived in a muddy little pond, and he loved to crawl out in the sun and talk to everyone who passed. He talked to the beasts, he talked to the birds, and he talked to the fishes. In fact, he never stopped talking. Well, one day there came flying by two beautiful wild geese. Friend Turtle, cried the geese, would you like to fly with us to our beautiful home far away? We live on a shining blue pool that is just as clear as glass. The turtle's own pool was muddy. A shining blue pool clear as glass? He would certainly like to see that. But how can I go with you? I have no wings, he said. Oh, we will take you, said the geese, if you promise to keep your mouth closed and speak not a single word. Why, of course I'll keep my mouth closed. I'll do just as you say, said the turtle. So the next day the geese came back carrying with their feet a stick, which they held between them. Take hold of this stick with your mouth, they said to the turtle. But don't say a word as we fly, for if you do, you will lose your hold and fall down kerplunk to the ground. I'll do just as you say, said the turtle, eager to depart. So the turtle took hold of the stick, and the geese soared up in the air, carrying him between them. Over the treetops they flew, and up in the bright blue sky. But as they passed over a village, the children down below saw their old friend, the turtle. Oh, look at the turtle, they cried. I'm taking a long, long journey, the turtle wanted to boast. But he remembered just in time and did not open his mouth. How silly he looks, cried the children. Silly yourself, the turtle wanted to answer crossly. But he remembered just in time and did not open his mouth. How does he even keep his mouth closed, the children jeered. Do you suppose he can really stop talking? This was too much for the turtle. Of course I can stop talking, he cried. And, as he opened his mouth to speak, he lost his hold on the stick and fell down crash at their feet. Poor little turtle, said the children. He really could not stop talking. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and share our podcast with a friend. Stay connected by following us on Facebook at facebook.com slash enchanted library. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash enchanted library. We appreciate your support. Until next time, friends, happy reading. Happy reading.